Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And on today's Going In Raw News Brief, has Undertaker confirmed he's done? Cody talks the unprotected chair shot. But first, is WWE delaying WrestleMania? Larson, what's in the news? So, back in October, Inside the Ropes reported that WWE had, quote, tentative plans in place for WrestleMania to emanate from Tampa instead of Inglewood, California. And then today, WrestleVotes uh, said that WWE could also move the show of shows... The show of shows, sorry. Shows of shows of shows, yes. That's a tongue twister off its Mm -hmm. scheduled date of March 28th, saying, quote, there has been internal discussions about moving the scheduled date of WrestleMania from March 28th to April 11th or even April 18th. The goal remains to have fans in attendance for the event. The thought process of moving back the show a few weeks only helps that out. Uh, yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, uh, what was it? Pfizer said they've got something that works on like 90% of the patients that they've, uh, tested out. Uh, Fauci said they're going to try to roll it out to first responders and people who need it. Uh, maybe as soon as December, if they get that FDA waiver. Um, so, uh, so yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that works out there for, uh, for old Vince. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, any hopes of having you know, a relatively large number of fans in attendance in April, which probably isn't still even a good idea uh, because a full rollout of the vaccine is going to take months. Um, uh, but any hopes of that even happening is, is directly tied to a vaccine. Um, you know, even tr- trying to push this back a couple weeks in hopes of getting out of the, you know, the, the, the typical flu season into the spring. Not even that's going to cut it in terms of having, you know, any significant amount of fans in, in the venue for the show. Yeah, I don't know what a couple of weeks you're gonna do. I really don't. Not a whole I mean, lot. I, I know not a whole that, lot. I, well, I don't know. I mean, I'm not you know yeah. an epidemiologist. I it, it doesn't seem like it's gonna do much, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, we'll see. You know, Biden's putting together a, a pretty fantastic task force. Mm-hmm. Maybe 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 all the people he's getting together are going to go door to door handing out the vaccine. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Uh we'll get we'll get to it. It's funny, it's funny to think back cuz when I was looking at the story, I was just thinking back to you know, the impossibility of canceling WrestleMania, you know, when all this hit like weeks before 
And then it was like every day another news brief. Up, oh, it's probably not gonna happen. Uh, no, oh, that can't maybe. be. No, yeah, maybe can't. it is. Maybe no. Vince really wants it to happen. No. So I don't know. I mean, it's gonna. I I honestly think it's gonna come down to this. It's gonna come down to how much Vince is willing to admit to running a sloppy shop for the benefit of having fans. Because right now the WWE, they can say, Hey, we have Thunderdome. We don't have any fans there. We've got, you know, the, even the Capitol wrestling center, a small number and they're all potted up and they're all masked. And I mean, I know even a couple of weeks ago there, there was talk of like an NXT COVID scare, but uh, you know, they've been very, you know, with the Thunderdome, especially, Everybody, uh, you know, that represents WWE, yeah, we're, we're doing everything we can. It, it might come down to, does Vince want fans there so bad that he's willing to take the public relations hit and have it in Florida, a place that is fairly loosey-goosey with this stuff? I don't know. I mean, if they get, I don't know. I don't know. We'll I don't know. I don't know. Deal with it I don't in know. like and, three and, months. And, you know, the way uh, things are going now, heading into the fall and winter, uh, it's not looking good in terms of any sort of containment. Um, quite the opposite, in fact. Granted, once the uh, Biden administration uh, takes control of things, you know how quickly can they implement measures to potentially turn that around? I don't know. Well, I know. I mean, that's the thing, dude. Is that I think I think the the thing is we're going to be saying those words a lot between oh, now yeah. and and March because there things can turn around really quickly. And it could go either way. I mean, things have turned around in a very negative way very recently Mm -hmm. Um, after things were going pretty decently. Like a lot of cases were down. Everybody saw this coming, you know, cold months roll in, uh, you know, people start going inside. There's, you know, uh, fatigue that sets in with, you know, the the COVID stuff. I mean, Lacey was telling me she was at the outlets the other day. She saw a whole pack of moms with their kids. They're all maskless in in Folsom. And so, you know... people can either very quick, you know, like they've said, like I've seen epidemiologists say, you know, uh, if everybody started wearing masks, this thing could get under control mm-hmm. pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but people don't seem to want to do that. But again, things nope. can change quick. I mean, for all we know, in February, March, these things are going to start dramatically improving. We simply don't know. Or they could get much worse. Yep. So yeah. We don't know. Uh, one thing we do apparently know is that The Undertaker... Mm. is done he's done i'm done no more wrestling shit. i'm tired of it for mark calloway my god you go to go to wrestle these days you might come down with horrible covid oh, and so in advance of his final farewell at survivor series the undertaker gave a pretty uh extensive interview with the new york post about his impending retirement and by the sound of it he is in fact actually actually done so uh, he claims the interview that he has no desire to return the ring because he can't pull off quote an undertaker wrestlemania type match and noted that he knew he was done when shooting the barnyard, a uh, barnyard, boneyard match against AJ Styles. Should have been called the barnyard match. <laughs> I know. Uh, saying, quote, I realize I have taken every physical gift, every tool that I have, and have used it up. There's no water left in the sponge, if I can use that analogy. I've wronged everything I could get out of that sponge. I'm a sponge of wrestling, but I'm dry as a bone. 
Yep. <laughs> uh, Undertaker also didn't seem content to prolong his career by doing more cinematic matches, stating, it really doesn't appeal to me because basically what it is is working around my limitations. It's capitalizing on some of my ability and some of my creative ability to tell a story. But basically it's trying to mask some of the lack of my physical abilities at this point. Uh, so uh, he's an old man. It's hard for him to move around. We saw that in the last ride, Doc. They had yep. a really great final image of him as a drone shot, and uh, he's on the, the swamp land or wherever he is. He's in, uh, I think he lives in Austin. Yeah, in the swamps. And uh, yeah, so he's living. He lives in Austin, really. In Austin, if he lives on Austin. <laughs> no, in Austin. That's why I said in Austin. Oh, I thought you said on. No, yes, in he in, yeah, he lives in Austin, yeah. right? Yeah, okay, I he yeah. lives in Austin, Texas. Right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, this this is not shocking. <laughs> I mean, the only kind of shocking thing about it, and granted, it's it's you know, the, it, 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 in, in case of emergency, break glass, get Undertaker. That seems um, to be less the case now, doesn't it? it th- this has the note of finality to it, mm-hmm. more so than previous ones, because he's never done a media blitz about his fifteen other retirements. You know, um, yeah. This this there does seem to be a degree of finality and 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 peace. It's funny in most industries when somebody says their final farewell, kind of feel like it's going to be their last one. But pro wrestling is a weird, weird thing where you know Terry Funk can have eighty retirement matches, and and you understand that he's not really retired. Yeah. In fact, at these this point, he probably is. Um. You know, Ric Flair when they when the WWE forced him to retire from WWE. Um, he didn't want to, so he went to TNA, had a bunch of bloodbath matches with Hulk Hogan there. So with Undertaker, because even in the last ride, he always kind of pushed on the question, are you done? You Mm -hmm. know, I'm I'm pretty much done, but if Vince needs me, it's always if Vince needs me. And uh, with ratings being where they are, you just kind of feel, well, you know, Vince could very well need him for whatever. Uh, yeah, this seems to be this seems to be it. I really kind of wonder what they have planned then for Survivor Series in terms of putting the so to speak the final nail in the coffin of the Undertaker. Um, yeah, I mean that that scene that we witnessed live at thirty three, so honestly, that. probably should have been it. Uh, maybe they'll get that stuff out again for Thunderdome. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Who Shame knows? it's not in front of fans though. Real shame yeah, it's not in front of I fans. know. I know. Uh, one thing we do know is why uh, is the story behind the infamous chair shot. Uh, Cody took to the head uh, last year. Uh, he was on AEW Unrestricted. So, of course, during his match against Sean Spears, I believe it was at Fighter Fest last year, yes. Um, so, th- at the end of his match, uh, Sean Spears came out, uh, hit him in the head with an unprotected chair shot, and busted the back of uh, Cody's head open. Blood poured out. It was quite a scene, man, uh, and pretty shocking considering uh, we haven't seen uh, that kind of unprotected uh, chair shot to the head on our televisions in quite some time. Yeah. Um, so he talked about it pretty extensively on the latest episode of Unrestricted. Uh, this way to say, quote, it's entirely my fault what happened, the whole thing, the scene, when I came to the back. Oh, sorry, these transcripts are from Fightful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not have a concussion, but I was shell-shocked. I saw Moxley and Tony Khan just ripping Spears to shreds. I hadn't seen that side of the boss. I hadn't seen that side of Moxley. It was cool to see it because he cared about my health and the product. I could see him pantomiming the Spears on how he was supposed to do it. He was wrong because I'm the one who told 
Spears to swing from the side. The last words I told him were, swing for the fences. I wanted to take chair shots to the head back for boy for the boys. I wanted to do it safely. Mm, oh, whoa. Well, hold on. He talks about his plan to do it safely. Before we you ask your questions, I'll, I'll read this, and then you can ask your question. The plan was, we do a chair shot to the head, but we gimmick the chair. Gimmicking the chair, it would have to. Uh, it would have been nice to have a person who knew how to do that. The plan was to see the chair would be sanded until it was a cookie sheet. A cookie sheet can't hurt anybody, but it sounds good. So uh, a security guard, Charlie Ramon, was going to sand it, and I wanted to see it. I wanted two of them in case we needed to test one. And he tells about how Tony Khan wanted to test one. He wanted to take the chair shot to the head, assuming, yeah, if it's safe enough for the boss to do, it's safe enough for Cody to do. That's a bad... You know, Vince does that shit. That's what I thought, too. Let's not get into that, Tony. Yeah. Yeah. But Cody didn't want him to do it because it would dent the chair and then they wouldn't be able to use it for the show. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so uh, he continues. My advice to Spears to swing from the side and he did swing for the fences. The top bar is what ate the back of my head. And if you watch the replay, it's totally the top of the chair because he's swinging from the side, clips the back of his head. I knew it went bad, but it was a great moment. Uh, Matt and Nick went on the scrum and said it was gimmicked. Tony said it was pilot error and it became a big thing and we're never going to do chair shots to the head again. My attempt to get chair shots to the head back for the boys, but safely was a failed attempt. Maybe it should have never been attempted. Uh, it was a big lesson for me. Would I do it again? Of course. The, the one company that I know of that really shouldn't be doing chair shots to the head is AEW. You know how I know that because... Matt Hardy dumped a bunch of head blood in his match with Sammy Guevara uh, after obviously being concussed, and they didn't stop that match. <laughs> so, so yeah. Uh, look, man, here's the thing. When he says it got a great reaction, no, it didn't. Because I remember watching that, and you can watch it back. The crowd actually looks horrified. AEW fans are very savvy fans, all right? They have seen it all, and we are all very, very aware of what unprotected chair shots to the head means. It means dead wrestlers at an early age. So, but I'll, I'll read this again from Feifel. So he's talking about Tony Khan wanting to take, uh, take it. So he said, the night before the event, Tony Khan was adamant that Charlie hit him with a chair. I was like, no, you're not taking a headshot. We're sanding this thing down, and we can't dent it. Perhaps we should have. I still wouldn't want Tony to take it, but he was banging it against his head, his own head. See, it's nothing. What I told him was, we get a lot of heat for what goes down. Say to whatever sources you want to and tell them that it was a gimmick chair. And he said, I, we should have coordinated the plan with everyone. Matt and Nick, I left, the, I left in the wilderness on this. Kenny, I didn't, don't think I said a word about this. The, that's where the term gimmick chair came from. In the end, he did sand the chair down. It was sheet metal and beautiful. Yeah. So he said basically it would have worked had it not been for the bar hitting the back of his Yeah, head. if it had done your typical over the head. Yeah. And, you know, the contact was made on the seat, which was sand sanded down, I'm assuming, that in theory, yeah, it would have worked how he planned it to. Is that still safe? You know, you have to ask a lot smarter person than I the the that answer. But something tells me unprotected chair shots to the head are just kind of like a bad idea. I don't care if you're using a cookie sheet or not. 
it's they they do enough stuff in AEW. We just saw like a mid card bloodbath the other day, yeah. Um, which yeah. was was super entertaining. And you and I have both been on the same page with this. Like, you know what, man? A little little cut right here, a little blood. You know, a crimson mask. It can add a lot to a story. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> AEW is kind of getting to the point where they're kind of on the verge. Maybe they've crossed the line of, you know what? It's they're they're doing it so much that like it doesn't enhance their stories now. Like the bunkhouse brawl was fun. And I mean, our main takeaway was, man, the blade really, he really bladed. There was a lot of blood there. Yeah. Yeah. Did it make that match so much better? Did it add so much to their story? I I don't know. I don't know that it did. I don't, I I mean, at this point, I don't know. They could get rid of blood for a year. No disrespect to certainly Dustin or butcher the blade or anybody involved in this story. But it's 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 the level of bloodshed that's usually reserved for a main event feud, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And while it was it was I was surprised, it is a pleasant surprise they allowed those guys to go to as far as they went with it. I understand your point. It 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 lessens the impact of it when it's done on a not exactly regular basis. This isn't the NWA in the eighties where every match had mm-hmm. bloodshed seemingly. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, you know, you, it's one of those things you would think, especially when we're coming off that the I quit match between Mox and Eddie Kingston, the match yeah. where if any match of mm-hmm. late, I was expecting that level of, of violence, bloodshed. It was that one. Yeah, same. You know, main event match, really heated personal rivalry between two guys with a lot of experience doing some crazy stuff. And yeah, there was a little bit of blood, but in relative terms, there was nothing compared to that tag match on Dynamite. It's a weird dichotomy because I feel like I hate saying this, but because AEW has set that precedent, I kind of feel like the Mox Kingston match was lacking because it wasn't there Mm -hmm. because AEW has established, Hey, when things get bloody, things get real. Like things are really, it's, it's really heavy. Cause I know a lot of people were kind of disappointed in the finish of the I quit match because I guess for one, they didn't have a, a mic up in Kingston's face to hear him say, I quit. You kind of just take the ref's word for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, you know, the finish of Mox wrapping his wrist in barbed wire and doing the bulldog choke around that, which is, you know, a creative spot. And mm-hmm. if you think about it, potentially dangerous to have barbed wire around your throat. Yeah, right. That's, you know, that could be a massive problem. And, mm-hmm. you know, in reality, it just, it just was a situation where maybe that wasn't commuted effect, communicated effectively enough. And maybe if there was, uh, uh, you know, more blood involved in it safely, yeah. obviously. Yeah, that could have been communicated better. That Eddie was literally in, in, in you know, in terms of the story they're telling, basically in dire straits. Yeah, like if he didn't give up, he could have got you know a a, a, a hunk of barbed wire, the jugular or something. I know it's a it's a cliche for me to ask for comments, but I am legitimately curious how our how the friendos think about this. Leah, let us know in the comments mm-hmm, mm-hmm. below uh, how you guys feel about blood and how AEW uses it. My honestly, like my biggest takeaway from this was just I was just bummed out. Uh, I was just bummed out that number one man, I would never. I don't know if I'm running a promotion, I wouldn't be like, hey, I want to, I want to try a chair shot. I'd be like, hey, you guys are professionals. Um, if you, if if it's up to your judgment and you think this is a safe spot to do, but I'd like to be told, like the fact that Tony Khan and Mox were Reeman Spears, that's odd. And Cody notices it out of the corner of his eye while he's going to the training room. He didn't say, hey, guys, uh-uh, I told him to do it. Hey. And he'd be like, sorry, your head's busted open. Can't talk now. You know, 
bastard. I kid, I kid, I kid. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, let us know what you guys think about that in the comments below. Let us know if you think, Larson, thumbs up or thumbs down. Is this is this really The Undertaker's last ride? Is he done? Is this is going to be his final farewell? I mean, it's a good a chance as any is his last match, yeah. Or was so, his thumbs last up, his last yeah, match? Sure, sure. Uh, until, then, until, uh, until he comes uh, out to the ring for another match, then yes, it is. I can I, I know this one, Larson. Uh, WrestleMania with fifty thousand strong in April. Thumbs up or thumbs down? <laughs> Just one thumb down, really. Wow. Okay, that's more powerful than two thumbs down, I guess. There you go. There you go. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate it again. Let us know what you guys think about all this stuff in the comments below. And until uh, next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Bonus videos, including patron-only live shows, gameplay, and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the Friendo Care Package, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.